You're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Gnarly Nate. How you doing today, Nate? Pretty good, pretty good. A lot better than I had the last few weeks, so I'm ready to get back into the full swing of things. Very understandable. It's been the holiday season. I mean, I think the last time we were here was right before Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, not, I guess because of that, not too, too much crazy stuff has really been happening in terms of Twitch news, per se. Uh, a couple little things that we're going to go through here today. Uh, I Let's see, where are we starting off here? Oh, this one. Uh, this was shared in my Discord server, which I realize I didn't ever tell we're live, but whatever. Uh, Twitch <laughs> is letting us keep these holiday emotes. So for anyone out there... That does not know, Twitch has been doing a thing, I think most popular this last year, where you can get those emotes that can be shared with chat if someone donates. So if there's a sub bomb or someone donates bits into the chat, there is kind of this reward feature that goes out. It unlocks emotes, and I think the first time they really did it big, and I might be wrong, but I think it was, was it with Pride 2019? Or did they start it was, Yeah, it was the Pride, and that's when they decided to keep it because everyone really liked the Pride emotes. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was about, which when, what month was that? June, I think, was probably Pride oh. month there. Um, and, and, and that was the best point of all because I just looked the other day and I was like, oh, crap, look, I've got all the other ones that we've been collecting along the way because they've done the Pride ones, they've done the R... PG or RNG, whichever they titled it, but it was all those little mini characters from an RPG game. Uh, what else was that? there was something else in there too? Food fight? I think they did a food yeah, fight. Yeah, they did a whole bunch of. I mean, I like the festive ones because I mean it gives people like something like when people get really excited to collect stuff. Like, oh yeah, I got the melting snowman, or I got the my favorite one this time is the turtle dove, where it's legit the turtle, and then there's like a seagull coming out of the top. Oh, I think it's hilarious. I don't think I've seen that one yet. I must not have. Well, I've got the whole link in front of me, so why don't I look? And all these will be in the show notes for you below, everybody. So whether you're on a podcast app, it'll be in those notes, or if you're on Twitch or YouTube here, it'll be in the description below. Uh, but you can see, I, I guess, let's see, turtle dove in here. Oh, I see it. I see it now. <laughs> there is a cute little turtle dove. And again, they are saying we are going to be able to keep these. So that's very exciting. Uh, like Nate mentioned, this got changed uh, because of pride actually helped everyone out where Twitch was only going to let you have them for like a 30 day cycle or something like that. Maybe a couple days more, but then they were going to take them all back. So something you worked for, some people donate a lot of money to get them. Like they actually donated tons of money to streamers just to get the opportunity to unlock some of these emotes. And then it was like, okay, well, you only got them for like five more days or whenever in the cycle they were doing it. Uh, the pride thing had a big like a petition that we all jumped on board and they let us keep them and they're letting us keep all the other ones since that time. So big win for the community. Get to keep all these very, very cool emotes. Uh, let's see this. Now we're kind of like breezing through this information this week, but we'll, we'll see if any of this kind of catches our eye. And I don't know. I think you might be the one to talk about this, but the doc is getting Dr. Disrespect is getting a new TV deal. Do you know about this name? Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing I do know is that he was on a helicopter last night or two nights ago to go sign a contract. So he was on a Black uh, Black Hawk <laughs> helicopter okay. flying in the middle of Southern California, and they landed in a dislocated, undisclosed location to do some stuff. Mm. I have no clue what's happening, but you, know, I'm not sure if you watched any of his commercials way back in the day, but um, he's always kind of been one of those people that are very like out, like like over top and stuff like that. So uh -huh. it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. And um, for these things, I'm excited about it. Like, I'm glad like broadcasters. I mean, it, we are the new Hollywood now, you know, it is true. Like, 
like it would be internet personalities to have millions upon millions of people that follow them. Yeah, like, it, but it's like just starting to get to the point where we are Hollywood. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited about. It. I have no clue what they're doing, what it's going to be about. It's going to be about his personality or what he's doing. But uh, I'm excited to see what happens. I mean, there's a lot of talks about people um, in The Walking Dead that are also going to be in this TV show. So. Wow. I mean, that's it's it's it is impressive. And that's what I'm, I guess, most interested in is that change from being just like the, the I think there's always growing pains with this new technology and where people come up from it and what they can do with their career path. So what I mean to say is YouTube, we've said this probably before, but YouTube in the past, a lot of people were very unwelcomed in the Hollywood scene if they came up through YouTube they were viewed as lesser than. Um, interestingly, though, I did see YouTubers make significantly more money than anyone that participates in any sort of reality show or anything like that. So uh, brands are just getting more used to working with these newer creators. And then it goes a step beyond brands to, like you said, actually Hollywood entities starting to turn into TV shows. But that is a slow and kind of arduous path. Um, I think right now Twitch is going through that, which this is probably a very good sign for us as creators, that if you can make it through these couple of years here where there might be a lot of turmoil in what streaming is, it may wind up being very solidified. Like if you walk into a place and you're like, I'm a YouTuber, people understand that. You walk into somewhere, you're like, I'm a Twitch streamer. They're like, who, what, why, why, <laughs> why would you do this? No that one was has a huge vlogger thing. That. Vlogger, sorry. Yeah, that's a huge thing. Is when I was in North Carolina, that's one reason why I wasn't here last week was because I went to try to film a vlog down there, and I had my Twitch stuff on, and people were like, the, "They're like, oh, like, are you a YouTuber?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm mostly like a Twitch broadcaster." Like, what's Twitch? Like, oh man, it's crazy to think that some people still don't know what Twitch is compared to YouTube. Like, YouTube's a pretty household name. But um, it's crazy that people still don't know what Twitch is. But it is starting to get to the point where, like, now, like, like if I would have did this maybe like a year ago, two years ago, like people are like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. What's Twitch? But now it's like a lot more people know. Like, hey, I have a Twitch. Uh, give me if you have a card, I'll follow you, or I'll pull up the app right now and follow you right now. So it's starting to get more normalized. So I'm really excited about that. But it is, uh, we're definitely moving forward, and it's definitely kind of everything's getting smoothed over. People know what we do now. I think that's so important too. It's going to open so many more doors as as the as every I don't know. It's going to open doors as the acceptance level rises. I guess is what I really want to say. Like we can need to get through the growing pains. Once people understand what it is, it tends to take off. Um, I guess I guess as we've talked about many times, it's going to be a big question of what does the platform do afterwards? Because I can't help but talk about this and just think about vine for some reason like a lot of people came up through vine and it actually got a lot of household traction like if you i i see the comparison a lot with tiktok now people are like what's tiktok everyone's like it's vine and people go oh i get it but vine also died so i'm a little bit scared <laughs> and i also see trending on twitter right now is hashtag youtube is over party so i don't know maybe the whole internet's just gonna close down on us in like a couple days what would be yeah what would be interesting about the whole youtube is that like it's not like twitch where twitch has mixer and um you know facebook gaming and you know like the arrivals like youtube is solely it's almost monopolized like what is another like 
video posting website like vimeo? is there any vimeo yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> i don't know man i don't know how it's going to actually technically be able to collapse around them but it's there's still potential but a lot of people want to cancel it but it's it's not youtube's fault it's more of the governments and everyone they got to protect themselves just as much as anyone else has to oh yeah with like the copa stuff i learned by the way it's like coppa or something like that i heard a government official i only heard a what is it called? A, a soundbite for it. And the guy, well, there was a video, so it was like a video. But but the point is, he was so, he's saying it so mean. He's like, yes, as a content creator, we can find you. And it was like, whoa. So again, if you guys aren't up on all the Copa Copa BS, uh, go check that out. Because basically trying to take away people's ability to monetize their channels. And it's crazy. I do think, even if you're someone listening to the show, because we are primarily a Twitch show and, you know, streaming first, there isn't a way to ignore YouTube in this space. And if we do, we are being ignorant. Like, we're optionally burying our head in the ground. Um, especially because I'm seeing in Twitch chat, people are coming by and they're bringing it up. And they're also saying, because they're, they're seeing that uh, you and me are making efforts into YouTube. And they're like, well, why are you doing that? Why would you... Why would you guys want to get onto YouTube more when it's falling apart around them? It's like, well, I don't know. For me, YouTube's a really tried and true entity that, again, doesn't have much competition. Um, they've been around, what was their first debut? Was it 2004, six or something? I know that, yeah, I know that um, I remember the day that they started doing it because if you would, they were so small, Vimeo was doing really well because it had a better bit rates and quality and stuff. <laughs> And they used to give out free iPod Nanos to anyone <laughs> that signed up and limited things were around. So uh, I don't know. I think that was like 2005 was when it came out. Ding, ding, ding. You nailed it. We were both right there in the uh, in the ballpark. 2005 is the first uh, YouTube was put out there on, fe- on Valentine's Day. Aww. Can you feel the love? But I mean, you can't. It's still it's silly for us to ignore it and not talk about it because it is so in the news. It's going to be in the news for a while. I want to remind people that there are petitions going around if you want to sign and help push back the government a bit. I don't personally believe they're going to read it just because they've not really shown uh, an inclination to doing that in the past. They always say, here's your billboard to talk. We don't care what you say. So you can write something. I want to do it still. I've been lazy. I had it in my reminders to do today. But I'd say go out there, make a statement if you can. It's going to eventually affect Twitch, so don't think for a single second. (laughs) Can I double down on the term ignorant and say for anyone that's saying, well, don't do YouTube, do Twitch only. um, I mean, follow your passion first, but don't for a single second delude yourself into thinking that that this rule will not eventually apply to Twitch. Like, Twitch may be the faster horse, but it's... Yeah, yeah, it might be. It's kind of like how like if a law changes in like New York uh, or California, it almost always trickles down to the rest of the country. So it's the least over here for American viewers. That's kind of how everything goes. So it's like almost like YouTube is like the California where it's like if it happens there, it usually trickles down and somehow affects us. So you should definitely be listening to all the news on the Internet, even if it's like TikTok, Vine, Mixer, Facebook game or whatever else like definitely keep your ear out because this is this will affect us sooner or later you know maybe like six months to a year down the road but we will be affected by it sometime I couldn't agree more with that so we'll see how things go we got twitch streamers being accepted into Hollywood on the one hand and YouTube falling apart on the other I 
I think that those were actually really relevant to bring up side by side because it really does leave you going like, well, are we going mainstream or are we all getting like arrested? Like, which way, which way is this going? Like, <laughs> no clue. Oh, God. Am I going to be parachuting out of a helicopter in the desert with Dr. Disrespect next month? Or am I like in a prison for having a sponsor during a kid friendly video? Like very, very confused. But uh, I don't know. Something to pay attention to. And I think that segues well into our next piece of news, which is that streamers are signing contracts with Twitch. Do you want to talk about this one again? Because you, again, oh, are more than yeah. no. Oh, man. I am like, I have been living in a cave, guys. So I've been doing nothing but research. Um, so th- this yesterday, I believe, um, Dr. Lupo, Tim the Tapman, and Lyric um, all had these things where like, Oh man, one hour until the announcement, one hour to the announcement. Everyone, like all these people that were on Mixer and YouTube were like, oh God, like they're going to go, they're coming to Mixer, it's happening. And then they all released that they're going to be staying with Twitch. And they uh, each one did a video separate of each other. And it was like, I think it was edited by Twitch because the ending definitely seemed a lot like, like cohesive or whatever. Mm, Yeah. And, um, yeah, so Dr. Lupo was like, I made so much money here. My whole fan base is here. Everyone I've met and grown with, and they've treated me right, so I'm going to stay with Twitch. And Tatman did the same thing. Lyric was like, all my all my uh, content, everything I've done has always been with Twitch. And it's like, Twitch has never done me wrong, so I'm going to stay here. So one of the biggest things I've taken from it is I've seen a lot of people being really like almost like their mind has been put at ease like okay like twitch isn't just going to keep losing all these big broadcasters people are going to stay and i think it definitely has like helped help this little process along because a lot of people are very very sketched out by you know everyone leaving for different platforms so i'm excited about what are your thoughts about it though well, I so I, I like this article here that again we have linked for everyone. This is coming from the Verge, um, but anyway, this one says, "Where's this line? Uh, if any of these three big streamer, well, if any of these three streamers left the platform, it would be devastating, both in terms of metrics and culture. It's not hard to see why they're each potentially worth more, uh, some some number of millions per the contract. So, I tend to agree. I think that's one of those questions of like, ooh." If Twitch loses all of its big tent poles, there will not be much of a reason to stay with Twitch. And I think this does go a little ways to help with that. Um, also linked in the Verge article is someone saying that Loaded, which is the, that's very, very trendy, Loaded, the name of the agency representing all the top streamers in the world, basically Ninja Shroud, a bunch of others. They're bringing in multi-million dollar contracts for all their top clients. So sounds like that one agency is playing uh, it smart and they're just going to get rich off of all these streamers. That Man, out. so this would the so loaded the name of the company that's doing all these people like legit shroud ninja oh wow yeah okay so it's legit it's like a bigger version of face clan um and all the drama that happened there and like loaded just pretty much just scraping off like the you know the million dollar like oh you know i'll take like a million dollars and you get all this this is crazy so i actually not know that have a lot of experience with this because i i worked in that world of agents managers and all that and depending on what form of entertainment you're in so these guys are probably very i don't know they might not be legit why am i saying that for them but if, if they're actually if you work as an agent or a manager um I'm a little out of this to remember, but you have to be like bonded and all this sort of stuff, like have all these. It's it's very legal and stuff. But if they're legit, yeah, they're they're taking like 
potentially 15% off of these deals. Mm -hmm. So that's that's usually an agent fee, I think goes 10 to 15. Managers can be up to 25, I think. I don't know. I'm a little rusty on that. But there are like set amounts and fees that they will take from their clients. So if that's the case, yeah, this group loaded is just kind of playing all the sides of the aisle. Now, where I feel really bad is I I just wonder how soon or if they were involved with Ninja the whole time. Like, were they there when Ninja did his kind of big leave that kind of destroyed their relationship? Like, I, I'm wondering what role these guys played in that. I remember what was crazy about it was it was probably eight months ago, I'd say. It was back when I was still doing Variety, like mm-hmm. really hot and heavy, so maybe 10 months ago. And I was talking with um, the, or I was like in in Dr. Lupo's chat and I was listening to it and like every single, every broadcaster, Tim the Tapman, Shroud, Ninja, um, you know, like Dr. Lupo, Lyric, uh, King Goliathin, and a couple other people, there, there was talk and they're like, yeah, this company reached out and they were like, hey, we'd pay you a salary to come broadcast for us and it's a lot of money. And they really brought it up. So I wonder if the agency just sat everyone down like together and was like, hey, you all have these deals. You're the top broadcasters. Let's see what we can do about it. Hmm. Because they all kind of knew at the same time. They're all kind of in the same group. I don't know really, but um, I just know that every single broadcaster was talking about I mean, Co-Carnage was talking about it as well too. And uh, I think Dance Gaming was talking about it well we kind of talked about like how this affects the the hollywood scene with with uh dr disrespect getting into like tv deals and stuff and i mean that is that is what the agency would do so is dr disrespect doesn't look like he's in this group at at least not in this one interesting to see how these guys are going to do better or worse based on which agency they land with i mean I really haven't paid too much attention to that scene as of late, but I remember with the YouTube scene, it was really all over the place because you have agents and managers that want to sign you right away at these terrible deals and sal, you know what I mean? Like really, really malicious, um, kind of like loan shark style stuff out there. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, again, that's why I wonder what did happen with like Ninja and Shroud and them going over. Like how did this loaded group play into that? Were they involved with Ninja only afterwards? I don't know. But whatever the case was, there's a big difference between how Ninja handled his leaving versus Shroud handling his leaving. And that, again, makes me wondering, you know, who was dealing with these contracts and how they're involved in that. Yeah, I I just it's just one of those things where we're very kind of like we're regulated, but unregulated. So it's like very like Wild West, I guess, is the best way to explain it. So they're like sitting there and they're like, well, you know, well, we'll have these agents. It's kind of like how like uh, YouTube had uh, what's called Machetta or whatever it was called, where only YouTube gamers could have to go under this one company in order to make money. And I wonder if that's it's kind of like it's just so unregulated right now. I don't know. It, it's crazy, man. I'm just excited. Like, I'm, I'm part of me is excited because I love this drama stuff and I like seeing it play out. And another part of me is like, oh, man, please don't make it all this crazy. Yeah, it is. It, it, the insane part. <sighs> I think this is I think this is a great time to move into the next article in here, which is from Dexerto. I hope I say that right. I never know. But uh, talking about Shroud's Mixer viewership plummets compared to Twitch. You guys, if you wanted stats of why it's not good to just up to Mixer without an actual salary contract here is a great reason why let's summarize some of these metrics and by the way i think shroud's a really cool dude so i really hate to see him suffer like Mm -hmm. this 
Shroud's U.S. audience on Mixer in November was one-third the size of his audience on Twitch the prior month. One-third. So 718,000 unique viewers in October, down to 231. So about 500,000 subscribers or viewers gone during that time. That's a lot, man. That's If you're not getting paid a salary, that's enough to, I think... I mean, that puts you in real financial trouble, I think, if you're a streamer of that size that's invested in a certain lifestyle, you know, that has a house and cars and whatever. And wow, it's a lot. Yeah, uh, Mixer better be paying really well. And it does suck because I really like Shroud as well, too. Like Shroud is a very cool guy to watch. He's about the game. He's about just, you know, I like his style and stuff. And then. I, I was very interested in seeing how it was going to play out because the first one, it was like amazing. They're like, oh, you know, like he had like 75,000 viewers. And then now he's like, I think when I checked in earlier, he's at 3,000 viewers. And the thing is, is like companies like the, I think Shroud will be fine. I think Shroud will be fine because he's Shroud. But companies do like to place a value upon your like you as a broadcaster by how many views you get per month, mm-hmm. how many channel looks you get, how many follows. Like it's all based on like a view, like the total viewer number, like how many eyes do you get in front of. So it's going to be interesting. Like I mean, it's not going to be interesting. I see the stats right now, and I just wanted to pull himself back up, but. Yeah. <sighs> I think you and I talked about this in the past, especially with these like really shaky relationships, like where, you know, Ninja had, you know, a bad leave versus Shroud. We've talked about that to death, but I think this is where the kicker comes in, because going off what you said, uh, there's no way, assuming Ninja signed a one year contract, that they are going to give Ninja anywhere near what they gave him the previous year, unless... Unless Mixer's terrified of losing him. But at this rate, why would you retain these guys as Mixer? Like, it's kind of clear. I hate to say it. If I were Mixer, I'd be looking at getting out of business. Like, I, I don't mean to. I, I, I'm not the most ballsy businessman. But when you see a number that only 15% of U.S. viewers who watch Shroud on Twitch in October also watched him on Mixer. He brought 15% of his audience. That's it. 15%. When you see that, is it worth it to pay these big streamers a contract? Because I, I guess the question is, does 15%, does them bringing over 15% come anywhere close to what the contract is? Because I can't imagine that being the case. They probably spend, I don't know, they're calling it multi-million dollar contracts, and they're probably getting like hundreds of thousands of dollars in return for their multi-million payment, which is not going to look yeah. good. It's it's looking terrible. I mean, like... um. Even now, when I go over to the website, and don't, don't go me wrong, like I want, I want to a mixer, and I want like these things to succeed, so that way we can have a, like healthy competition. I want everyone to have like you know, if Twitch isn't your fit, then you could just go to Mixer, you know, and mm-hmm. it could be right for you. And that's one thing I really want. Um, the only thing is, it's just like it doesn't seem feasible, man. Like it, like I'm looking through like the browse tab right now on Mixer, and it's just not a lot going on. I wanted to do well, but just like as a logical standpoint, it's just not. I don't think it's feasible. I don't think it's worth keeping up. But I mean, I'm not Mixer. Maybe they're trying to do a long game. Maybe they're going after another wave of broadcasters here soon to try to save their platform. But just not looking looking right to me compared to like what twitch is doing right now when it feels to me like that was a really good move on twitch's part because i think they knew that they were going to keep having people steal their 
they're big streamers. And I guess that's the trick. Like if you buy out enough of the big streamers, I'm imagining that's how you make Mixer successful. I don't I personally don't think Twitch is successful because they are good at what they do. I think, in fact, they've really been shooting themselves in the foot personally with a lot of their terrible decision making in 2019. But I think that what they have is the early mover advantage still. Like, I think they're still rocking that sort of, or they're still riding that wave where they just have the majority. Kind of the same, I always look back to like Google Plus versus Facebook way back close to like 10 years ago. Google Plus came out with better tools. But the thing is, they were basically just Facebook uh, with a slightly, you know, fancier shine on it. And why why would I leave Facebook and all the photos that I uploaded and all the friends I was already friends with? Why would I do all of that to come over to this new platform where none of that exists? Really, I think if Mixer could buy out like the top 10% of Twitch, if they could do that and just pull them over, I think people would go too. Because I don't think people at the end of the day are super loyal to the platform <laughs> so much as the amount of reliable content they have there. I could be wrong. Everyone's different in their thoughts on that. But Yeah. Th- no, I'm the same way, though. It's like when I go over there, like, I still I still go over there to support Shroud. That's how much I actually like Shroud. I like Shroud as a caster so much that I go over to Mixer, and I have, I have friends over there that are Mixer partners, so I go over and watch anyways. Um, but it's just like after, you know, like say like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of bored. I'm going to go hop over and like see who else is on. There's just not enough like that I want to do. Like if I want to watch, you know, like if I want to watch Elder Scrolls Online, but there's only like two people streaming it and have like no one in there type of thing. Oof. So it's very hard to really have that, that bulk content and like, I don't still know. I mean, they would just have to have a huge movement. To like really up it up we're gonna be like so many mixer people so salty by say, talking about it like this but i'm just being real like it's it's just not like all my friends that were partners on mixer all had to go back to having a real job like this year i think i think we've i think we'll, we'd be doing a disservice as either listeners or broadcasters of this thing to say that it's made out of like like when when nate and i are talking about this this is not about love at least on my part it's not like i actually I'm more disfavorable about like I YouTube had me take a survey yesterday. What do you think about your YouTube creator and a Twitch creator? What do you think? Twitch got all like very dissatisfied remarks from me on pretty much every front. It's not that I'm on Twitch because I like Twitch. Sorry, Twitch staff. You guys need to do a lot better work in pretty much every area of your platform, in my opinion. But again, it's like, do you go, do you, do you decide to like open up a store in a town of thousands of people or do you open up a store where there's like two people? I mean, you can't, it's, it's hard. You're going to want to pick the one that has the better, uh, you know, viewer base for you in terms of what we do. But that's not to say YouTube or the Mixer, I'm sorry, can't come out of nowhere. I just don't think they will. So for when I say like I would actually be considering closing down as Mixer, Mixer I literally would. Like I, I don't know if I see million dollar contracts to win over a couple hundred thousand people as worth it. Like that's expensive. Like I, I wonder what's going to happen to their bottom line in the next year or two. If they keep spending this big and the dividends, like the returns are really bad, they may actually literally be looking at closing the doors. Because I've seen we've seen this before, and I don't have a great example to point to, but you, we've seen it and we've heard of it before, of people buying up these very big names and then they can't afford it and they 
well, Google, I guess, does that really well. Speaking of YouTube, they buy up everything and they close it because it doesn't work. Like, ah, not the money we wanted from it too much. Okay, we're closing it down. I don't know, man. It's going to be weird this next year. Yeah, it's I don't know if they're going to throw the Hail Mary, like another Hail Mary, or if they're just going to be like, all right, well, we'll run this next two years out. And then we're going to I mean, if they just out of nowhere, stop buying people for um, for Mixer or whatever else. It's I have a feeling that it's just going to be it's going to be time to close up shop. I mean, Facebook is Facebook is just killing it too right now. Have you seen Facebook stuff lately? Uh, I haven't looked at it too, too recently. Anything new on that front? Um, yeah, well, I do know that, you know how like I was like, say like uh, per a thousand views on Twitch, it weighs like $2 per, you know, $2 for a thousand people on Twitch. Well, Facebook, since they figured out that they're inflating their viewership mm-hmm. now, like if you like say like you reach out to a sponsor, they only have like 15,000 views for $2. Like, you know, like it's a different market because the viewers weight weighs different. So gotcha. then like, you know, like, so like kind of how like YouTube does it right now where it's like, Oh, well, if you're doing like a beauty thing, we can sell more beauty ads. So we're going to give you $6 per thousand views or whatever else it is. So there's a lot. That's the only thing I know, but I know they're doing really well. But I'm not also like they just um, updated on their phone. So on their phone app, they legit have a um, uh, a thing for Facebook where you can click Facebook gaming now from a normal phone. If even if you're not a gamer really yes and then so recommend you know it gives you like some live games as well too and stuff like that so it's really trying to get you more like i actually seen this girl like 12 different times now like this uh this miss may girl so there's like it it recommendates them for you so it kind of has more of an algorithm base that's very interesting and and I think that's one of the powers that Facebook can use is leveraging that into normal people's lives. Twitch uh needs to get on that with Amazon. I mean, as Amazon starts to take over people's lives, they need to be leveraging that relationship. I think we preached that a while back. I think there's great opportunities to tie in with Amazon, the proper the website proper, but then they've got the Echo line and all that other stuff. Uh it's Really surprising to me, actually, that YouTube and kind of bailed out of the gaming thing because now I feel like maybe more than ever they'd have a strong suit where they're getting all those Nest screen devices into people's houses, like the smart assistant sort of stuff. Like that's all a great way to get live streaming and all that content right into a house instead of getting people to watch it on TV in like a more traditional way. I don't know. Smart of Facebook, though. I really like that. Let's yeah, go to I mean, there's a. Yeah, I mean, do you know what's crazy? Well, I mean, I'm not partnered yet. Like, I've kind of mellowed off of the partner push until 2020. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to be going back for it. So, like, kind of mellowed out of it. I could I could probably fire up a stream on uh, Facebook and tell the chat how everything works over there. To try it out. I would actually love to hear that. You should definitely do it. I just Uh, don't have any clue how to do it, but I'll figure it out. All you need is a stream key. (laughs) So I say, I don't know. (laughs) That feels like life's mystery right there. As long as you can find the stream key, you're golden. Uh, Facebook or Max says in chat, Facebook is getting a lot of esports too. Are they now? They're picking up that sort of audience maybe. I mean, the the esports stuff carries the rest of it, right? Like if you want, like you mentioned, if you go to Mixer, and you look up Elder Scrolls online, there's like almost no one streaming it. But I think it's because esports always leads the pack. That's the very trendy thing. And it probably always will, just like with sports sports. 
uh, that stuff leads and dominates in many people's minds. So I don't know. I think when the where the esports players go, everyone else kind of trickles in afterwards, and they almost create their own countercultures, right? Like. There's the esports players that do FPS games, and then there's everyone else. And, and Twitch has kind of tried to accommodate that, right? That's their new their new ad campaign is there's everything on Twitch. But also, I think as a guy that's worked adjacent to advertising, that's also the worst ad campaign ever, is that you can't even define what you are. Like they're they're out there making a joke about it in the commercial. We don't know what we are. But an average person in their home, like if we're really trying to market to someone that doesn't understand live streaming. Telling them that you don't know what your product is, is not, in my opinion, going to move the product. Like, I'm curious how that campaign's actually doing because you're like, well, why would I go to Twitch? Because uh, everything is there. And you're like, well, everything's outside my front door, too. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, what's funny about that whole statement is when I will admit one thing yeah, is when I was it. down in North Carolina and I had my Twitch t shirt on and I had my camera out and I was vlogging. The person was like, hey, Twitch, that's like the Amazon thing that's on like the tape on the box, right? And I was like, yes, that is actually. That's weird. Okay, yeah. So you know what Twitch is because it's on the box, but you don't like know what Twitch is. So they can figure out a way of really like being like, hey, here you go. Like, this is what Twitch is. Come watch it. But I don't know. It's going to be weird to see what's going to happen the next year. I hope. um, I mean, I really I might actually I might actually stream on the facebook just like one day just to see what the algorithm would do for me and see if it would put like how many people would come in and it'd be weird because i don't think i don't know how it works with like your name are your people going to know my real name on facebook probably not i bet you stream oh i don't know i don't i don't know that'll be interesting we're all going to get to know gnarly nate in a whole different way very intimate (laughs) (laughs) i want to say i've heard the same thing though before about the twitch tape on the box that's where people know it from I wonder how it would work if, see, this is using the power of Amazon, and maybe this is illegal, I actually don't know, so, but, (laughs) but Amazon, why not track the purchases that the people are making, you're already doing that, and if you see that they're buying gaming stuff, specifically, maybe, like, with their metadata and all that, I'm sure they could target down to what game you're playing off of cookies and et cetera, et cetera, why not send them, like, a, a free sub to redeem in certain people's things or like whatever like they could do all kinds of partnership like stuff with that in the box as amazon assuming again it's not an illegal use of data because that's what youtube's going through with the copas anyway um i could see a situation where you do like a, a code that you need to scan and redeem to get like a free sub to give out that would be very little in terms of amazon advertising because if people don't scan it they don't get it so you know you'd have it, it'd be making it Amazon, please just hire us. There's a lot of ways to do this. <laughs> that is what every time we get in these conversations, I'm like, Twitch, Amazon, like you guys really need us in this thing. Like we would have the best brainstorming ideas ever. We do it. We do it anyways. You know, <laughs> like you said, I mean, they're sending this to your house. They're sending something that will enter your home. And then it doesn't really it just has Twitch on the tape. Like no, no <laughs> internal flyer. Like when I bought my CPU, there was nothing like, hey. Uh, you look like a gamer. You bought a Ryzen gaming CPU. Like, get on to Twitch. Come do the thing. Like, none of that. So that's kind of weird. But I think uh, I think one thing that Amazon kind of sees is I think they're like, okay, well, we have. I mean, if, you, if pretty much if you're a gamer, you're building PCs and stuff like that, or you're like a, or you like even have consoles and you know what Twitch and you know mixer is and stuff like that so i think that it is normalizing that aspect where they're like well i guess the market's already there for it 
And they're like, I'm not sure if they're afraid of reaching out to normal people and be like, hey, well, normal people, you want to come watch these people play video games? Like we have so much more on there. We have art, we have music, we have, you know, whatever else. And I don't, I don't know why they're not doing it, but I feel like they, I feel like there's still a lot of people out there that don't know exactly about Twitch. I so agree. Uh, can we bring up another topic here that is sure to make people very interested in Twitch? Actually, it's making groups like uh, PETA very interested in Twitch, which is our very own superstar of the month, the Lenity, actually of the year. If one streamer summarizes Twitch's banning and uh, all their ethical actions this year, it is the illustrious Alinity, who is now being uh, a PETA demanding a ban after dro- dog drama. Let's not beat around the bush uh the dog drama is her dog humping her and putting its nose in her crotch uh her uh, clip compilations of this coming out that this is a a regular and recurring act i am gonna now veer away from the news and say i get a feeling this is like a very intentional thing from her like a creepy very bestiality sort of thing don't don't smack me for my opinions internet i i saw this the I saw these clips many a times because the drama was real. And every time I would see it on my Twitter feed, I'm just like, I see the smirk. I see the wink and the laugh in it. And I see the joy. And I think this is intentional and maybe coerced. So I don't know, you guys. Uh, what do you think, Nate? What's your thoughts on this? Yeah, there's there's some deep-seated uh, things going on there because it just... There's there's too much going on with it, and like th- this is just her personally. The, the the I don't understand the whole Twitch thing. Like I don't know why she isn't like like I I can kind of see where like the the thing is is she she's riding a fine line, and Twitch is trying to ride a fine line, and they're meeting right at this like this boundary of like what like if they ban people, people are gonna be upset that she's been. She, there's such a fine line, but with Peta in there, dude, like Peta's gonna. Peter's not really a company to mess around with. They do. I mean, they will come after and be super consistent to the point where it just annoys you to death. Like, that's just how Pete has always been. Um, so, I mean, I, for one, like it is it is very weird. Like when you like you said, the wink, the giggle, the laugh, like the stuff she does sometimes. I'm like, this has to be intentional. And she's like trying to like like curve it like she's trying to like, oh, I can get away with this because I know what I can get away with. And I, it just, it's just weird, man. The, the whole situation with her is always, it's just a unique, I don't know what to do. It is. And it shines a really bad light on the community. Cause I want to come out very publicly and say, I'm a huge fan of booby streamers. I think they're great. I mean, we just got done laughing at Casey Tron laying in a bathtub on Twitch, um, in a, in a wetsuit, <laughs> full on wetsuit, goggles, uh, snorkel, in a bathtub, marinating her own words. She was marinating some bath water to sell uh, for like a hundred dollars a pop. And it's it's all, like Casey Tron's amazing because she is in she is the meta of the joke. And and so I want to be clear that like I think the booby streamer market is both hilarious and has so much value, and it does not take away if you're a male streamer, they don't hurt you at all because unless you got boobs to whip out on stream, their audiences don't want to hang with you anyway. Like. Yeah, you're in the wrong club if you want that sort of attention. You need to go down the street. Uh, but Alinity, though, on the other hand, her actions are not ones of just being a, a quote-unquote booby streamer. A lot of this is actual, like, what people call, I mean, people are dubbing this animal abuse. And I, I tend to agree. Uh, so this article says back in July, she was accused of abusing her cats. 
uh, throwing them during the stream, and spitting vodka in a cat's mouth. Should we also, speaking of Casey Traud, mentioned Nicole Slaw was a streamer that threw her cat off of her when the cat attacked her. So she was holding her cat. The cat attacked her. Friend of Casey Tron, by the way. Uh, cat attacks her. Nicole Slaw throws the cat down, and she does receive a ban for throwing the cat off of her. So I think that means statistically, as we all know, Twitch is extraordinarily biased because I think a Nicole Slaw is probably, I don't really know her view count. I don't know if she's like a 500 average viewer or something versus Alinity, but I don't know how you have two cases of this. You ban the one, you don't ban the other. The one keeps racking up bigger and bigger charges uh, and you still don't ban. So I don't, I, I, it's got to be, in my opinion, as strictly from me, I think it's money related. I think for sure Twitch is just like, well, Malinity makes the money and we need it because we're trying to secure all of our streamers. So we need lots of money. Go. This is your wild card. Twitch streamers do whatever you want for the next month. We need to rake in that cash so we can afford to hire Shroud back. <laughs> I've never have watched Alinity's broadcast. Uh, what does she usually average for a viewership? That's a great question that I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we both don't watch it. But it's they're the, big. Like she, I mean, I've seen, it's one of those things I don't pay attention to, right? She's oh, yeah. got 56 million views total. Um, that's a lot of views right there. But I don't watch her stream. I don't follow her for, hey, look at Casey John's got a, She's got 1,000 viewers there right now. So I'm so proud of her. She's doing well. Diving in your bathtub is useful if you ever need a way. Just put on that wetsuit so you're not breaking TOS. Like, look at look at Casey Tron being smart, but Alinity throwing cats. Yeah, that's the whole thing is, like, I just don't know what to, um, I don't know what to think about it. It's, it's kind of in a, it, it literally feels like favoritism. They just need to get her off the website or like, and that's not against me. Like, I don't really care what she does. The only thing is when you are doing something and you're repeat offending and you're, you're trialing someone in a different way than another and understand they're going on a situational basis and they're trying to upgrade their mod teams and make everything a lot better. But it, it's, there's just so much weird stuff going on and it, you know, we're already like in like a very, uh, unstable part of the streaming universe this year at the end of this year has been super unstable so it's just one of those things where you you gotta you gotta stand by your guns yeah, you, she may make your money but there's other people on this platform that will make you money as well too agreed don't do that stuff and this is kind of a good time to remind people i when the alinity drama was happening um, first of all, drama can be fun. I mean, it can be fun. Like it's, it is interesting to discuss, especially when it has this much shock value, but I'd like to remind people out there that are on Twitch. Cause I had someone, I had two people come by my chat and they go, well, why are you talking about it? Why are you drawing attention to it? I recognize like gold third as a third grade teacher, I'm giving you a gold star, like really good job, Timmy, for saying we shouldn't talk bad about others. But as I remind these people in my chat, Twitch has formally said they only review bans and they only re-review their decision-making if enough stink is made about it on social media. That is what their CEO came out and said in another Verge article, that that's the way they like to handle it. So I understand, again, the I'm not a third grade teacher, but if I were, I would really want to give you a gold star and send you home with an A+. Plus. Because you're you're not you're want you're want to not talk about other people is admirable, but it's completely useless. I'm calling it out. It's totally useless in a situation where Twitch says the only time we actually investigate is if you stir up enough drama around the case. So for everyone here that does not like drama, 
Unfortunately, Twitch is disowning you as a <laughs> as a child. They're throwing you out that door. They're like, nope, you don't cause drama. You can't sit at the dinner table with us. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. That's that's why this stuff is worth discussing. And if anyone out there has like differing opinions, although I respect them, and again, I think they're admirable, they do not fit our platform as a whole. So yeah, we just we go through a lot of stuff, and um, with all the drama and stuff, like people get banned and unbanned. I mean, we've gotten a lot of fat. I think like something happened with Angry Wolf again. I think she got banned again for a second time. Really? And then, but she didn't get unbanned as fast as time or something like that. I can't, I, I mean, I've, I've kind of been out of the game for the last two weeks. I've been having like, you know, and then so I'm like at now at a point where it's like, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know what's going on. But the first time she got banned really quick because we caused a huge stink about it. Remember? Whoa, I'm seeing this too. What you're saying there. Like, I don't see her account on Twitch at all. Is she banned currently? Whoa. Um, Sorry. Is she? Sidetracking the show, but I didn't I searched Angry Wolf and I don't see her. No, she she's it's Angry Wolf Six. She she's back on. Yeah, she said something in my chat, but I was, you know, I was like really trying okay, to I get see. everything set up for like holidays and moving and stuff, but I guess it took her like a long time to get back up to where she needs to go and like but no one caused a big stink, so it took a lot longer this time. So that's wow. why like I guess they want to like if you are doing stuff on the um the uh if you're doing anything on like like you need to cause a stink man like to make it known by twitch yeah so she just for clarity's sake our friend is not banned again um and like nate said do do cause a stink this is i guess it's a platform you don't sit silently and just take it uh especially with their questionable decision making but that brings up another topic and the final for the week. This isn't so much a hard-hitting topic. This was us kind of getting back into the swing this week. So thanks for hanging out as we just recap some news. But I want to remind streamers out there, next year in the U.S. is an election year. So things are about to get very volatile on the platform. I would say it's a good time right now to decide how you're going to handle things like that ahead of time so that you are not being so reactive to it. There are certain phrases that are never, ever used in good light or in a good way. Uh, if you're, so first of all, decide if your chat is a place that welcomes political conversation full stop. You know, if you, if you write it in your Twitch, your, your rule somewhere that we will not be discussing politics, that gives you all the right in the world to, you know, shun that stuff out of chat if you so please. If you're someone that does welcome that chat, again, I recommend figuring out what words are never used well and maybe creating like a temporary like a 30 second timeout or five second whatever you're going to do with a bot maybe set something like that up i know last year actually it really hasn't happened in the last singular year uh but about two years back i remember the people that would run in and just yell maga that was really big that was really fun for people and again it wasn't about debating politics like it wasn't you know no one was having a good conversation about you know presidential whatever it was just an attempt to rile people up it was kind of used as a slur towards certain groups so just decide what your terms are that you don't like but do make that decision sooner than later and this probably does affect streamers that are outside of the u.s but stream on a primary u.s time schedule so again if you're in germany or something you're still gonna be feeling it next year is my guess just depends on what your core audience is um but be prepared that's all just then you don't have to yeah, react especially, now, especially nowadays because that's definitely very very uh uh emotionally driven mm -hmm. and fueled uh this is one of the most I've ever seen. Well, I mean, I'm only 31 years old, but this is the most my dad's ever seen. He's 70 years old. 
So he knows. He's like, yeah, this is like the craziest ever. I never would have thought it would have been this bad ever in my whole entire life. And he's like, and we're experiencing it. So it's definitely something we are going to just kind of, I mean, with all the stuff going on in Hong Kong and everything going on over in, you know, just the rest of the world, all the fires, everything else. And it's, it's going to be crazy. It's definitely going to be a crazy uh, little time. Let me clarify one more thing, though, uh, before we move on or keep talking about this topic. She can't. Um, she can't do uh, subscriber streams because she was. Uh, she needs the ninety days of oh, clearance for Angry Wolf. So they didn't. So they didn't wipe her. So they didn't expunge her record. So when they're like, "Oh, sorry, it's our mistake," she's still paying the price. That's what it was. Oof. That also means things like, well, if you're a partner and that happens, that means no automatic email uploads. They have to review all that. Yeah, you get put in the penalty box on that for a lot of things. That sucks. That is not fair. That is something Twitch definitely needs to address next year as well. Um, I, I think you summarized that very well. I think it would be actually very interesting to do a stream in the future or a... Um, well, by the way, reminder that we are streaming this over on YouTube live on Wednesday nights. I think we decided on what we're going live at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So we're going to wrap this one up in just a minute. But uh, we'd love if you came by for that. YouTube.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. We're here. Uh I think it'd be very interesting to do a political kind of like how to stream around politics in 2020 sort of thing, like a maybe best practices. Maybe that's also the time to talk about some bots and general suggestions for things like that. Uh, deciding again what your kind of talked about that early on, deciding what your space is and how you want to handle it. But again, this is going to be the time where if I if it's anything like the last election, like you mentioned just a second ago, it's very emotionally charged and people kind of storm the gates on this one. Like I, I, near the last election was when I just started streaming on Twitch and I couldn't believe how politically motivated so many things were in chat. Like people were coming by and if you were on, you know, the Trump side of things, they were like they, if they came by, they were like throwing stuff at chat just to antagonize the opposite. The opposite was like running away because it was it was really kind of chaos. And I don't mean to scare people just to say we don't know what the future is going to bring. It might not be like that at all this year. It might be super tame. But let's just prepare for some trolley eight, nine trolley months, whatever it's going to be ahead of us. I guess 11 trolley yeah, months. Yeah, we got a we got a pretty uh, we got a. <laughs> Hell of a ride in front of us. So this should be interesting, needless to say. Yeah, that's the spirit. Well, Nate, why don't you tell people where they can find you all across the internet? Perfect. You can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate, or you can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at gnarly underscore Nate TTV. Also, everything should be linked down below for my YouTube. I'm trying to get that up and running, but I am a little stressed right now. So I'm going to take a little bit of time off from doing that and start it at the beginning of the new year. But uh, you definitely can catch me on Twitch now, so thank you. Very wise. I like that. I like that a lot. I, I've been doing the same. Nate and I have been going heavy into YouTube, so if you want to check out the channel, it's youtube.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. I've uh, been vlogging up there, so doing video blog stuff. Uh, looking at uploading my first Let's Play maybe this Sunday. I don't I don't know if I'm going to get this cut, man. I recorded it in such high quality. Premiere is struggling so hard. <laughs> I may have done like 40-some gigs for a one-hour file, so that's oops. And Anyway, uh, check that out maybe this Sunday the 15th on here. Twitch, uh, go see that. That's I've adjusted the schedule, so I'm not streaming on Tuesdays or Wednesdays over on Twitch, so that means you can catch me Thursday through Monday starting at 2 p.m. Eastern time. I've really been reworking that schedule, but it's a lot of fun, so join us for that. 
uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that's in the links below. Like Nate said, it's in the show notes, the the description on YouTube, wherever you are listening to this. Uh, and also our email, partner at gmail.com. Send us any thoughts you may have for the show, anything you want us to cover, any areas you feel like are weak spots in your streaming and want to know how to improve it, what our thoughts are on it. We would absolutely love to go into that. But we'll leave you go here, you guys. Until next week, have a great time creating that content and make sure to mark it not for children on YouTube. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Later.